is not physical, the mind is not something that we can see. It's actually, um, should, should I say, like mental, something that for the mental, where the mental process is coming from. And um, psychologically, that is how we process things. And so, the Bible used the mind a lot of times. There's a connection between the brain and the mind, though. The Bible used the mind a lot of times. And he spoke about even how we have the mind of Christ as Christians, and then how we are supposed to renew our minds. I mean, how do we have the mind of Christ, and then we are supposed to renew our minds in the world of God? And we're supposed to be that, okay, we have the mind of Christ, and so we're supposed to remember that and remember our identity, remember that we've, um, we were, I mean, we've been, we've been changed and that there's something that has gone, has actually happened to us as we have received Christ. And so most of the time, we reflect to our old man, but then it's, it's something that um, is actually done away with, but in comparison, we talk about the old man. And for us to usual, for us to, um, for us to come to the reality of who we become, it means that we have to contemplate and we have to actually constantly think about the new life that we've been introduced to and who we have become now. Okay, so we have become something. We are made something for something. Okay, so some something for something. And um, meditation actually has diverse ways, especially when in other religions, there are people practice yoga, people practice uh, a lot of things. And sometimes when people talk about meditation, they usually think about um, what, you know, sitting quietly, crossing your legs, and then, you know, in, in a place of silence and all that, but in the Christian perspective, it goes beyond that. It's way more than that. And when you read the meaning of meditation in, in the Bible, which is people, it's actually more than just um, contemplating. It's, it's, it goes beyond that. It talks about speaking, it talks about ushering, ushering and all that. So it means that we actually, um, how do I call it? We, we limit the meditation we know about. We limit the the word meditation in the Bible by the way we think, because meditation is way more than what we think. Sit in the seat of the scornful and all that, and then it talks about even when you read, it talks about how we should end uh, the, uh, the man who is after the, the things of God, how the person meditates on the word. Let me, let me. 
Okay, so he delights in the Lord of the of the Lord, and in his Lord does he meditate day and night. Okay, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruits in his season. His leaf shall not be damp, and whatsoever he goeth shall prosper. So now he's talking about meditation, and now he's talking about um, his ways being prosperous. And, and that's the manifestation. That's actually um, the outcome of the meditation. So it means that somehow meditation, we have revelation. And out of that, you, you um, talk about the revelation of God, you talk about, think about the revelation of God. And then it leads to manifestation. And that's what we are seeing. So um, does it mean we've not really explored meditation that much to the extent that we have to explore because most of the time we think that okay we meditate to get grammar out of the word. But then we are talking about meditating on the word of God to actually see the manifestation of what you are thinking and what you are talking about. So it means that it is way more than what we think. Um when you read Job and then in the account of Job, it talks about how Job Job went through a lot of things. I realized that he had a lot of debates with God and he said a lot of things. But then there was still something that helped him. And it was because he knew he had read much for himself concerning the word of God. He said he desired the word of God more than his daily and then he spoke about giving the word of God. No, it was, um, okay, Job said that. And then in Jeremiah 2, Jeremiah 2, he talked about the word of God. We see the word of God and then it being joy unto us. And so, um, Job, Jeremiah, Jeremiah also went through a lot. I mean, you, you can, um, he was referred to as the weeping prophet. And in a certain circumstances, he even had a vibe that he was told not to cry. So, you know, when you read the accounts of the prophets, most of them went quite certain things that he was so told to perform certain things and then to do certain things that were quite upset. But then it was, it was all according to the word of God. And then it was to pinpoint something, it was, it was to actually. Um, Tell them because something that God was doing to them, even concerning Israel. So it wasn't just something that um, happened to them for happening sake. They were supposed to learn something out of it. I mean, look at Isaiah being told to go and marry a harlot. So it wasn't just something that happened. It was it was something that he was supposed to learn from to you know. Um, to understand what actually the word of God is. And so we are reading and then he's saying that as the person is contemplating on the law of God, as you are contemplating on the grace of God, as you are contemplating on the, the um, mighty words of God, as you are contemplating on who you become, and then who you are, what you are supposed to do. You are actually speaking out. You are actually acting out 
and then we are seeing the fruits. So when you read, life to situations and you are speaking life to faith 
that you think that it, it can never, you know, come, they, they might think that it can never come back to the way it is, but then you are speaking more than positive, but you are speaking life onto them. And so definitely, they are going to come back to life, and that is manifestation. So, that is what we are supposed to know. That whatever you think about, most of the things that you think about, are the things that um, you generally display, are the things that usually shows in your in your they show in your action. And so we we have to guard what we think about, we have to guard our thoughts. And how do you guard your thoughts? Because most of the time you are walking around your environment, there are a lot of Things that influence you. I mean, your environment, family, where you are born into, how you how you, how we were brought up, and all that. There are lots of things that influence how you behave and personality. And some people even believe that your whether you are the first born, whether you are the second born, or the, the last born, can influence the way you behave sometimes. So sometimes, some people can even know that, okay, this is why you are behaving this way. It's because you are the only one. So you feel that you are selfish. You, can, you should have everything to yourself because you never share with people. And so people are able to deduce and use that to solve issues. You get it. But then, so it means that there are lots of things that can influence our behavior and our actions. And spirituality is one. And so if all these things uh, as you are going about it, it's not everything that um, you can decide to close your ears to, or you can decide to close your eyes to. There are certain things that no matter what you meet on your way, there are certain um, things that you get exposed to unintentionally, okay? By, it's not by your doing. You, you could have, you had wanted to avoid it, but you can't avoid it. There are certain experiences of life that, no matter what, they come here with it. And it could be, it could have been hard to prevent them. And these experiences, most of the time, can affect your behavior. So, how do you avoid them affecting your behavior in a negative way? You have to meditate. And when you meditate, you would you will come out with manifestations of God, of, of the life that you are talking about, the life that you are contemplating. And as you are meditating, you are meditating on the word. The word of God is actually Christ. So it means that you are thinking, you are contemplating on the revelation of Jesus. You are thinking about, you are talking about the revelation of Christ. And that is what's going to reflect in your life. So, no matter what, realize that most people that even have suicidal thoughts and then mood disorders and a lot of things, there are lots of there are lots of issues, there are lots of things that they've gone through. But most of the time, what happens to them is that they hear a lot of negative things that tells them that you are worthless, that tells them that you should kill yourself. It doesn't, it's not something that usually happens um, within a short time. Though it can happen within a short time, but most of the time, it's not something that happens within a short time. It's something that 
they've been thinking about for some time. And then it gets to a place where, no, oh, I think that this is how I have to end it. If I end my life, things become better. I feel that ending my life is only the, is the only way that will sort out what I'm going through. Or it's the end of the situation because I feel that what I'm going through, I can't bear it. So I have to end this all. And that one, in that case, I wouldn't feel anything again. So when that happens, it means that the person's mind is constantly filled with thoughts of death, thoughts of death every time. So what, what can actually help this person out is for you to speak life to this person. That is the only reason the person will have to live again. That is the only reason the person will have the person will want to have a change of mind because he has heard or there has been something that has been told to the person that is totally familiar. So I want to read something. Okay, so. 
this the God that yes, it's called the unknown that we are worshiping. And so most of the time we think that the people that we talk to are very hard and there's no way there's there's no point to which we can get to them. But sometimes some of the things that they they actually talk about, some of the things that they are trying to get to are glimpses that shows that it it it, it depicts the test for something that they don't know about, but they are they are doing their best to get to. And sometimes when you talk to them, they will actually understand, they will be convinced, they will be convicted as you talk to them because they realize that you no, know, you are not uh, it's not it's not something that you are diverting, you are not di totally diverting their attention to something, but they are actually bringing their minds to something that is way more than what they were thinking about, to a better life than what, than what they were in. Because everybody wants to advance. Nobody wants to leave somewhere and then go, go down, go back as the place that is. Everybody wants a place that is better. So I think that that's what we have to do. We have to meditate. We have to get to the point where we, we um, manifest what we think about, what we contemplate, or what we speak about, and then be able to affect people around us. Amen. Mm -hmm.